Hi, this is John Butter, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Inside Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Inside Podcast provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500. This analysis is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with an update of the key metrics for the first quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, and this will be our final update on the first quarter earnings season. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is earnings estimate revisions for the second quarter. But first, let's provide an update for the first quarter earnings season for the index. At this point in time, the number of S&P 500 companies that are beating EPS estimates for the first quarter is equal to the average, but the magnitude of the surprises is below average. Due to these positive surprises, the index is reporting higher earnings for the first quarter today relative to the end of the quarter. However, the S&P 500 is reporting single-digit earnings growth for the first time since the fourth quarter of 2020. The lower earnings growth rate for the first quarter of 2022 relative to recent quarters can be attributed to both a difficult comparison to unusually high earnings growth in the first quarter of 2021 and continuing macroeconomic headwinds. Overall, 99% of the companies in the S&P 500 have reported actual results for the first quarter to date. Of these companies, 77% have reported actual EPS above estimates, which is equal to the five-year average of 77%. In aggregate, companies are reporting earnings that are 4.6% above estimates, which is below the five-year average of 8.9%. Due to these positive surprises, the index is reporting higher earnings for the first quarter today relative to the end of the quarter. The blended earnings growth rate for the first quarter is 9.2% today, compared to an earnings growth rate of 4.6% back at the end of the first quarter on March 31st. As a reminder, when we use the term blended, referencing that the growth rate combines actual results for companies that have reported and estimated results for companies that have yet to report. Positive earnings surprises reported by companies in the healthcare, information technology, and financial sectors partially offset by a negative surprise reported by a company in the consumer discretionary sector, have been the largest contributors to the improvement in the earnings growth rate for the index since the end of the quarter on March 31st. If 9.2% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the lowest earnings growth rate reported by the index since the fourth quarter of 2020. The lower earnings growth rate for the first quarter of 2022 relative to recent quarters can be attributed to both a difficult comparison to unusually high earnings growth in the first quarter of 2021 and continuing macroeconomic headwinds. In the first quarter of 2021, the S&P 500 reported year-over-year earnings growth of 91.1%, which is the second highest year-over-year earnings growth rate reported by the index since 2008. Companies also continue to face macroeconomic headwinds, including higher costs, supply chain disruptions, labor shortages, and the military conflict in Ukraine. Nine of the 11 sectors are reporting or have reported year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector at 268%, the material sector at 42%, and the industrial sector at 34%. On the other hand, two sectors reported a year-over-year decline in earnings, the consumer discretionary sector at negative 33%, and the financial sector at negative 20%. The blended net profit margin for the S&P 500 for the first quarter is 12.3%, which is above the five-year average of 11.2%, but below the year-ago net profit margin of 12.8%, and below the previous quarter's net profit margin of 12.4%. If 12.3% is the actual net profit margin for the quarter, it will mark the third straight quarter in which the net profit margin for the index has declined. On the other hand, 
It will also mark the fifth highest net profit margin reported by the index since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008, trailing only the previous four quarters. Looking ahead, analysts are calling for earnings growth of 4.1% in the second quarter, 10.2% in the third quarter, and 9.9% in the fourth quarter. For all of 2022, analysts are calling for earnings growth of 10.2%. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 17.5, which is below the 5-year average of 18.6, but above the 10-year average of 16.9. It is also below the forward P.E. ratio of 19.4, recorded at the end of the first quarter on March 31st, as prices have decreased while forward earnings estimates have increased over the past several weeks. And during the week, three S&P 500 companies are scheduled to report results for the first quarter. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is earnings estimate revisions for the second quarter. During the first two months of the second quarter, analysts decreased earnings estimates for companies in the S&P 500 for the quarter. The Q2 bottom-up EPS estimate, which is an aggregation of the median EPS estimates for Q2 for all of the companies in the index, decreased by 1.3% during this period. How significant is a 1.3% decrease in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of a quarter? How does this decrease compare to recent quarters? Well, in a typical quarter, analysts usually reduce earnings estimates during the first two months of the quarter. During the past five years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of a quarter has been 1.9%. During the past 10 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of the quarter has been 2.7%. And during the past 15 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of a quarter has been 3.4%. Thus, the decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate recorded during the first two months of the second quarter was smaller than the 5-year average, the 10-year average, and the 15-year average. However, it should be noted that the second quarter also marked the largest decrease in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of a quarter since the second quarter of 2020, when there were widespread lockdowns in the U.S., Due to COVID-19. At the sector level, seven of the 11 sectors witnessed a decrease in their bottom-up EPS estimate for the second quarter from March 31st to May 31st, led by the consumer discretionary and communication services sectors. On the other hand, four sectors recorded an increase in their bottom-up EPS estimate for Q2 during this period, led by the energy and material sectors. While analysts were decreasing EPS estimates in aggregate for the second quarter, they were also increasing EPS estimates in aggregate for the next two quarters by small margins. The bottom-up EPS estimate for the third quarter increased by 0.4% from March 31st to May 31st, while the bottom-up EPS estimate for the fourth quarter increased by 0.2% during the same period. Given the slight increases in the bottom-up EPS estimates for the third and fourth quarters, and the larger increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the first quarter due to companies reporting positive earning surprises, Analysts also increased EPS estimates for all of 2022 during this period. The calendar year 2022 bottom-up EPS estimate increased by 0.7% from March 31st to May 31st. At the sector level, five sectors witnessed a decrease in their bottom-up EPS estimate for 2022 from March 31st to May 31st, led by the consumer discretionary sector. On the other hand, five sectors witnessed an increase in their bottom-up EPS estimates for 2022 during this time, led by the energy and material sectors. One sector, the utility sector, recorded no change in its bottom-up EPS estimate for 2022 during this period. In addition, analysts have increased earnings estimates for 2023, 
as the bottom-up EPS estimate for 2023 increased by 0.6% from March 31st to May 31st. It is interesting to note that as the bottom-up EPS estimate for the second quarter decreased and the bottom-up EPS estimates for 2022 and 2023 increased during the first two months of the quarter, the value of the S&P 500 decreased during this period. From March 31st through May 31st, the value of the index decreased by 8.8%. With prices falling and earnings estimates rising, the forward 12-month P.E. ratio for the S&P 500 declined to 17.4 from 19.4 during this period. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out the full FactSet Earnings Insight Report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast. Music.